welcome to Chili's. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> right out the gate. You were so ready. I didn't see any hint of mischief <laughs> before anyone could stop you. <laughs> it just it just happened. It just happened. <laughs> Chaos, which is a Riverdale recap podcast. Indeed. I'm Miranda. I have never seen an episode of Riverdale. Might die if I did. And <laughs> fair. Uh, but I do. Uh, I know some... can feel that I have had several years taken off my <laughs> life because of this show. Anyway. Well, and the Grundy Ghost in your corner. Exactly. Uh, but I have done, you know, some research on Archie Comics and I read them uh, casually when I was younger. And I am Evelyn and I have seen. All of Riverdale. And you had to start dyeing your hair because it turned gray? Correct. Yeah. Yeah, a- yeah. yeah, actually. Yeah. Crazy. It really was leeching the life out of me, quite literally. So <laughs> I got jaundice. I, I got... Riverdale gives you jaundice. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, but yes, this is a, a recap podcast where um, Evelyn has for some godforsaken reason, decided she is going to rewatch an episode a week of this show. And uh, Yes, it is. That is the one thing you can say about Riverdale. It is a show. That it is a can show. Can you say that? Uh, well, I mean. <laughs> uh, and she sends me the episode title and three handpicked screen caps, and I have to figure out. Carefully selected. Carefully. Very. Lovingly. Almost a little too lovingly. Uh-oh. <laughs> Um, and I'm going to have to try and guess what the plot is, and then I'm going to be wrong, Mm -hmm. and uh, she's going to tell me what's up, and we'll all suffer together. Yes. And, Mm. much like Riverdale, uh, we cannot justify the name Jughead in the year of our Lord 2020. No. The year of our Lord Kool-Aid Jesus. In the year of Uh, our Lord Kool-Aid Jesus Christ Abba. (laughs) (laughs) Another callback! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, you want to get into it? Do we have, can I stall anymore? Because <laughs> I have definitely not recovered from last week. I feel like we're starting quickly this week. Yeah. Is that good or bad? Um, it depends if you think five minutes about vamping about an entirely different show <laughs> from last week. Getting into it fast might be a nice change of pace. That's <laughs> we can talk about The Bachelor more if you want. Oh, I actually... Okay, so this episode... <laughs> I just finished um, watching Nick Vile's season. Oh, that guy, yes. Yeah, and um, they break up, because obviously they do. Great. So now I'm on Rachel Lindsay's season, and I love her, and she's amazing. Hi, welcome to the Bachelor Update Corner. <laughs> Thanks for joining me. Uh, that It already happened, so we're done. <laughs> shouldn't have taken that left turn at Albuquerque. <laughs> uh, uh, so this, this episode chapter... Is, do you think we're ever going to get that right? No. Yeah. Never. No. Does it deserve it? Also no. no. Oh, no. <laughs> so the title of this chapter is called The Last Picture Show. Yeah. Um, that immediately makes me think about movies, something about movies. 
because a that picture, is what like, a picture show yeah is. let's go to the picture show yeah let's go to the picture show um and is it the last picture show maybe because like a local movie theater shutting down but also this is like they have really sort of retro vibes with this whole thing so i'm wondering yes. for some reason i'm picturing like a drive-in like i'm picturing like a, a drive-in movie theater maybe mm. pop tates like doubles is something because he seems to be like the center of or the chocolate shop seems to be the epicenter of socialization yeah that outside of the school um again i don't know how this could relate to anything backwards or forwards it usually doesn't <laughs> <laughs> it's called the picture show when it's like hey who shot that kid <laughs> <laughs> hey there was a murder <laughs> which we didn't find anything out about last week although we did have uh man scout eternal man scout yes. Dalton doily <laughs> He, he, he saw Grundy, we might get some Grundy development, yes, which would that's be right. great because I would love it if she wouldn't, if she wasn't and wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If she just wasn't and wouldn't. Well, um, I think you're in for a treat this episode. I'm sorry? I think you're in for a, a real adventure. I think you're in for, um, <laughs> I don't know. Does... I'm running out of things to say here. I need you to help me. No, uh, uh, I'm in <laughs> save for me, a... Save me, save <laughs> me. <laughs> I am in for a there we go (laughs) and i didn't say that because i was looking at your glasses that's fair (laughs) okay so so miranda's looking at the first screenshot here we go i before anything i do like that you picked one that has text on it yeah um i feel like you did that intentionally just to remind me because i did forget Regardless of what's in the photo right now, it's scrolling through the cast, and it's just two blonde women. I think it's uh, Grundy and Betty. It looks like they're in the music room because there's a guitar. Um, and it just says, Skeet Ulrich. Yes. Of Scream fame. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yes, this is, like, two two ladies centered pretty nicely in the frame. Two adult women. Two adult women, yes. Neither of which is a teen. They really look like... I don't know if we're trying to draw parallels here because they are sitting the exact same way and they are both like blonde women with their hair pulled back <laughs> and they're like surveying each other with, I don't know, suspicion. Now I will confirm that that is Miss Grundy and Betty. Great. Yes. Oh, right, because I fucked up last week. I thought it was Grundy because I assumed because I saw the, the bun and it was actually everyone's favorite um, word explainer. Uh, <laughs> Alice Cooper. Mm-hmm. That one. Um, I think I also assumed it was Grundy because I saw the musical instruments and she's, you know, Juilliard material. Mm-hmm. Although, this is like really grand looking for a music room. This looks like a room in an old house. Yeah. Um, it, 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 it is the music room at school. I don't know if you wanted to know that, but I told you, so it's too late now. <laughs> <laughs> Can't go back. Uh, also, I definitely thought something in the background was a like a big thermos and it turns out it's just part of a drum set so that doesn't <laughs> help anyone <laughs> um oh man okay tangent mm. but um so uh we were doing a, a scavenger hunt around the city mm. finding like historical landmarks and fun. stuff it was fun and we had to find some at the legislative building <laughs> and there was a drum circle <laughs> it was really great we just walked in on this drum circle happening in the field. It was... What? What is a drum circle? Is it exactly what it sounds like? A circle yes, of drums? Yes, precisely. Cool. It's just a, peop- a bunch of people. It's just a group sitting in a circle and they're all playing drums. <laughs> and that's it. And that's it. That's and all there is to it, folks. I've never seen anything like it, but it truly is 
a Winnipeg experience, I would say. So, <laughs> Do you think when he came to town, KJF, I had a drum circle experience? I hope so. I have a prediction about the scene, which is uh, because Betty's newspaper school person. Yes. Uh, and it was she and Jughead yes. that uh, Dilton told about uh, Grundy's car and not the police. Mm-hmm. Um, she's coming here to interview or question Grundy or something. Mm-hmm. Um and try and, you know, snoop out some answers right. for either a story or justice for the dead boy. Uh-huh. I'm going to the second one. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is just... Yeah. It, it's just... A, I can't do this, Evelyn. It's episode four and we're two minutes in. It's a picture of a hand on a newspaper, an old newspaper that helpfully says obituaries. And there's a picture of a woman who is honestly dressed a lot like the teacher from Calvin and Hobbes, Mrs. Wormwood. Like she looks more like Mrs. Wormwood than Miss Grundy, which is weird because the photo of this old woman is titled Geraldine Grundy. So. So. So, either this is the the real woman uh-huh. who died a while ago, and they share a name because they're related. Maybe she's Geraldine Grundy the third or whatever. The third. Or this Juilliard lady is not who she, she says. Not who she says she is. Oh, that was tough. Yeah, all of this is tough. <laughs> and um, has just stolen the name of this poor old woman who looks. Much more like you would expect Grundy, uh, like, from the comics, too. That is, I think, the inspiration there. Because she's even yeah. got the little, like, wavy collar. Yeah, the frock and the the the, <clears throat> the, the white hair and the bun and whatever. Yeah. Um, this is really a lot. A loop <laughs> of a lot. A lot. I, uh, I wish I could make out some of the text. Mm. Not really, though. I didn't even think to try looking at the text. The last picture show. I mean, picture show, like, that's an older term, right? So maybe, mm-hmm. like, that's a term she would have used. Maybe we're going to get, like, a flashback. Oh. That seems a bit early for flashback. But also, this show's wild. We've had flashbacks already. I forgot. Like, a lot of them. <laughs> well, but not to, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but not to, yes, like, Yes, you're 50s. right. <laughs> and. <sighs> oh, she's looking at the last picture now. Yeah. And it's just the heart glasses again. Yep, there they are. Yeah. I don't ever present actually know that doesn't look like Grundy to me. That is Grundy. It is? Okay. It is, yes. Well her hair's down, so I don't know, maybe I was having a moment. So she's um she's got the heart glasses and she's certainly giving something eyes, but there's no um phallic symbol near her. So that's nice. So that's uh honestly an improvement. Marginal, but an improvement. Yeah. I mm, she this is, seems to be okay. very Grundy-centric. You've sent me three screen caps, all with a Grundy in them. <laughs> a Grundy. Um, she is, in, in that last picture with the heart sunglasses, mm. she is, in fact, holding a Slurpee. It's just, <gasps> I couldn't get a, a screen cap of her holding it oh, wow. with her face in the frame at the same time. I was prepared to give an inch. No, you shouldn't have said been. No. You should not have been. <laughs> That's, that one's on you. Yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> So that's them. Yeah. So cl- so strong Grundy vibes, and I don't know if mm-hmm. I'm going to like that or not, but you also said this was like a Jughead-centric. Yes. So. It is. We learn, we learn a, a little bit more about Jughead this episode. Great. 
we learn it's it's kind of like a Grundy and Jughead episode, which okay. are our two favorite characters. Yeah. So I'm glad the 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 men's rights activist <laughs> and, and the, the pedophile. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, a short story by I don't know Stephen King. Um, <laughs> okay, so he I guess, wishes. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I guess my prediction is Betty. Oh, okay. Betty tries to do a bit of digging because she doesn't know why, or maybe Jughead does because this is more Jughead and they seem to be working on the paper together. Mm-hmm. And this is like his story and he wants creative freedom. So maybe he's like looking up Grundy and then he finds out there's another like old dead woman with that <sighs> name. Because we don't know when the obituary is from. No. But it looks like an old older paper like with plastic around it. So it looks like it might be archived or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he and Betty talk about it and Betty's like, I'm going to go get the scoop. <laughs> uh, and then she goes to Grundy. Gonna get the deets. And then. On the Grundy. The uh, Grundeets. Grundeets! <laughs> and then Grundy has a Slurpee? <laughs> I, As one does. Yeah. Uh, again, I feel like I say this every episode. I don't know what this could have to do with Archie. <laughs> <laughs> um, or most, most of the other things going on. Or Veronica. Or the whole wild Dark Betty development. Uh-huh. I guess I'm going to find out, though. Yes, you are. Okay. Okay, are you ready? Yeah. Put your seatbelt on. Click. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, yeah, I do voice work. Click. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this is chapter four. Yeah. The last picture show. Yeah. So this episode starts off in an interesting way. Does it? (laughs) Because we begin with Jughead's narration. You tricked me again. <laughs> That's not interesting. That's just upsetting. Helmstever. Uh, oh. Helmstever. Helmstever. Um, it does uh, eventually transition to Betty's narration what? as she's writing in her diary. Uh, I was wondering when that was going to come up. Did you think it was going to come up? That's a trait with her. Is that she's a diary, a, a diary keeper. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's certainly one, even if it's not big in the comics, like from days of old it's certainly something the showrunner <laughs> yes. knows about her oh good. and utilizes is that she's a diarist yeah well he certainly uses that in this episode great as we will see are we trying to draw we're drawing a lot of parallels right now between jughead and betty which is making me a little uncomfortable mm-hmm. mainly just because it makes me sad to think of him associating with anyone uh-huh but i don't know <laughs> You'll yeah. see. Okay. All in due time. Yeah. Uh, so it begins with Jughead's narration at first. And we learn that it's been a week since the discovery of Jason's body. Um, and Jughead says, but his death was not the first, nor would it be the last casualty that the town of Riverdale would suffer. And oh, then okay. he goes on to talk about how he's referring to the Twilight Drive-In. Uh, oh my! Oh hey! Great, hey! Great. Where, where he works and Jughead and where the Cullens live and where the Cullens live. Yes, <laughs> and actually the font that they use on like the sign kind of looks like the like Twilight ha! font, well, like like vaguely, I'm, but like I I mean yeah. You know. And from what I hear about Riverdale, that's not a bad place for those vampires to live because there's never any sunlight and it's always like dark or smoky or cloudy or misty or fog machiney. Yeah. yeah. So who knows? Who knows? You know? I certainly don't. Nope. Um, so Jughead, uh, Jughead works at the Twilight Drive-In and um, he's very upset because 
uh, they are shutting it down. Mm-hmm. Um, Not because someone at his school was shot in the head? Right. Cool. Just <laughs> um, so uh, he and I think it's uh, – oh, I can't remember who it all is. I didn't write it down. <laughs> Probably should have, but I didn't, <laughs> so – um, but they're at, they're at Pops, or no, they're not at Pops, sorry, I don't know where I am right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, He's messing with your mind. Uh, okay, right, so, we transition after Jughead's narration to Betty's narration as right. she's writing in her diary. Betty now knows, suspects, knows about Archie and Grundy, because uh, she knows they were at Sweetwater River on the 4th of July, and apparently Sweetwater River is about four inches wide because, <gasps> the, like, there's no possible way they could be anywhere but with each other, Sweetwater apparently. Stream. Yeah, so, sorry, at the end of the last episode, Dilton mentions the car, Grundy's yes. car. Yeah. Does he say anything about Archie? No, but... So- Betty, I forget how, but Betty knew. Oh, right, because Archie said that he was there and heard the gunshots. So, oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So, so Betty, Betty already, already knows. Betty's finding clues. She's finding clues. Detective Betty. De, 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 I can't make that one word. Dark Detective Betty. Detective Betty. So then we cut to Fred and Archie. They are watching Miss Grundy playing a uh, concert. She's part um, of a little of a little uh, orchestral group. I did in a not park. know that's know how that sentence was gonna end. <laughs> she plays, and what does she play? What instrument does this lady play? I can't remember if it's the is cello. it phallic. No, <laughs> I can't remember if it's the cello or the violin. Oh, but it's some string instrument. Oh, I love cellos. I know no. cellos are the sexiest instrument. They're incredible. Yes. I really, That's just a fact about cellos. If I, man, l- do-overs in life, I'm seriously thinking one of them might have been I mm. took up the cello because yeah. they're so versatile and beautiful. Sorry. Yes. No, it's okay. Anyway, Grundy ruined them. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. She has so many things. Uh, yep. Um, so after they're done playing their little concert, uh, Fred and Archie go up to her, and Fred invites her out to dinner with him and Archie to thank her for all of the help she's given Ooh. his son with his music. Ooh. I cannot imagine. Right? Oh. I, and, like, she's like, oh, I, I can't impose. Yeah! And and he's like, you're not imposing. And it's like, okay, well, like, he invited you, so obviously he's going to say, no, you should come. Why wouldn't you say, like, I'm sorry, I have plans already, like, anything else? Or, and I mean, I guess this would be hard to say with a straight face, but <laughs> I, he's my student. I shouldn't be, like, fraternizing outside of school. Yeah. And then Archie has to, I don't know, go throw up in a bush because he's trying not to laugh so hard. Right, yeah, exactly. Like, just, <laughs> it's just stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even have anything else to say about it. It's just <laughs> dumb. Um, so then we, we go to Pops, um, Jughead is there aggressively lamenting the drive-in theater closing. Mm. Um, he says, the drive-in closing is just one more nail in the coffin that is Riverdale. No, forget Riverdale, Uh, in the coffin of the American dream. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) And again... I feel like the murder 
big detriment to society as a whole. I would say so. Not so much, I don't know, the natural evolution of technology. Right? The American dream. (laughs) (laughs) So Veronica's like, okay, well, like, you know, no one wants to just, like, sit in a car and watch a movie now. (laughs) So, like... Like, That's something poor people do. <laughs> yeah. So, like, who even goes there? And Jughead says that it's cinephiles and car enthusiasts who go there. And everyone is tired, including myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm liking this theme, and by liking, I mean hating, of Jughead throwing in file words everywhere. Like, last week he made necrophile, sure to be like, yeah, it's yeah. called necrophilia. And this week he's like, cinephile. Like, yeah. I'll bet he's, like, gone through a list of, like, philias and phobias and been oh, like, I'm 100%. going to learn these. And he <laughs> just throws them in whenever he has the chance. And everyone's yeah. like, oh, my God, we get it. You have a dictionary. Stop. <laughs> I'm just so afraid of fights. Uh, I think you mean you have acrophobia, also known as vertigo, a film by Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> by Alfred Hitchcock? Hitchcock. <laughs> They do, they do another Hitchcock reference in this episode, too. They, like, call Betty, like, a, everyone's... Fa- I didn't write it down, but they call Betty, like, everyone's favorite Hitchcock blonde or something like that. I can't remember. That's... And it was like, okay, well, she's not everyone's favorite Hitchcock blonde because she was not in a Hitchcock film, but okay. <laughs> and also taken directly from Afterlife with Archie. Oh, yeah. Right? Because that's when we're introduced to her. Which Hitchcock blonde do you want me to go as, right? Oh. So. This man. <laughs> it's like. Cannot be stopped. It's not plagiarizing, but it really is just sort of like photocopying your homework and taking that to a whole new level and being this, like, I can hand this in next year. Would this count as self-plagiarism? I mean, self-plagiarism, I guess. And I, I'm hesitant to use the word just because I, I guess I genuinely, it's more of a thing in like journalism than it yeah. is in like shows plagiarism (laughs) in general just like fucking boils my blood yeah and i i not yet have i been like you've stolen it and you should be sued or whatever it's mainly (laughs) just like tasteless homages yeah but that's it's just so specific that yeah like just the references to alfred hitchcock and like i'm pretty sure there is also a uh like an episode that's Supposed to be an homage to Rear Window, <laughs> which Pretty Little Liars also had an episode that was an homage Woo! to Rear Window. Yeah, and I hated it. So, but I can't remember if that happens in Riverdale. If I just made that up, you might. We'll find have. out. Yeah. Well, I guess we will. Put a pin in that. We'll see if it comes up mm. again. If it doesn't, thank God. Thank God. <laughs> I can, I'll have be able to sleep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. So we find out during this conversation that there is apparently an anonymous buyer who has bought out the drive-in theater. Okay. Um, and uh, throughout this conversation, Betty is, like, visibly distracted thinking about, like, Grundy and Archie. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure she'll go to the police about it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. <laughs> So at a near and okay, you know what's even you know what makes it even worse? Like the fact that they're not going to the police. Oh god, what? One of Betty's like best friends is Kevin, whose father is the actual sheriff. Fuck, that's right. <laughs> like I almost like, I and it's stop just saying, like just talk to your friend's dad. Oh my god. It's not you're probably over there all the time. Right? And this tell him. <sighs> Can't you get in like real fucking trouble if you don't? Yeah, obstruction of justice, that's yeah, a thing. Like 
You know things. You know things. Tell somebody. Yeah. <sighs> so. I feel like I should stop saying, like, I keep saying police automatically, but, like, well, hmm, let's say sheriff. Yeah. <laughs> let's say Kevin's dad. Yeah. Does he have a name? Is it sheriff? Oh, my god. Sheriff Keller. <laughs> I can't remember. I'm sure he has a name, but I only know him as Sheriff Keller, so that's it. that is his name. Actually, his first name is Sheriff, so he's Sheriff Sheriff Keller. Sure. Um, so at a nearby table, mm. Cheryl and her friends are, sorry, I won't hold my notebook directly between myself and the microphone. That's, That's probably okay. a bad idea. I too wish to hide myself from <laughs> this. This. <laughs> uh, so, okay, Cheryl and her friends are sitting at a nearby table. Um, they're talking shit about the lodges because Hermione, or Hermione, yeah, Hermione. Mm. I was about to say Hermione's mom. I meant Veronica's mom. <laughs> Hermione. Comma, Hermione. <laughs> um, is working at Pops. Uh, so Hermione comes over to, like, take, uh, the payment of oh Cheryl. Boy. I don't know why I said it that way. <laughs> the payment of Cheryl. It's her soul. <laughs> that, that's the next episode title. Um, <laughs> but, um, Cheryl says, um, Cheryl tells Hermione to make sure to put all of the money in the till. <laughs> because the lodges are known to have sticky fingers. <laughs> <laughs> and so we are reminded again of um Hiram Lodge being in jail for embezzlement. Yeah. Um are you allowed to purchase things while you're in j- I mean probably not. My first thought was that the lodges had purchased the drive-in theater or something, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I assume it's one of like the rich privately owned families or whatever, which I guess is just Cheryl the or the Blossoms or the lodges. Yeah. Um so uh <laughs> Hermione uh tells Cheryl that she went to school with Cheryl's mom and much like Cheryl uh, Penelope Blossom couldn't tell uh, the difference between money and class (laughs) (laughs) rich people diss (laughs) (laughs) imagine being rich enough to be able to like say that to a human I I don't even know it's so God, that's brutal. Right? And somehow makes both of them bad. Uh-huh. Like, there's not even an attempt to make one of them sympathetic. It's there's just not an attempt like, to make any character in the show sympathetic except for Fred, Fred. Andrews, who is an angel. <laughs> uh, okay, so that happens. Then uh, the Andrew boys, the Andrew Aye. men, and Miss Grundy walk in. Oh, right. uh, <laughs> Is this the only restaurant in town? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> do they sell, but do they sell burgers? Uh, yeah, actually. That's weird. Why would, what is a chocolate shop and why do they sell burgers? <laughs> I forgot that we made bed, or <laughs> Veronica a robot. Yeah. Um, so uh, the Andrews and Miss Grundy walk in. Betty sees, she goes up, and and Jughead's like, no, like, don't, like, just leave it. And Betty's like, no, I'm going to go talk to Archie. Um, Bold. And so Betty goes, and she pulls Archie outside, um, and she tells him that uh, she knows about him and Miss Grundy. It's still a leap. Yeah, it's especially for sure. Especially if she knows he's into music. Right, and she's the mu- and Grundy's the music teacher. Like I guess my I'm- first thought would not be, although unless Grundy has just been giving him fuck eyes all the time. Yeah, I mean, like I guess the thing is, like, why would they be 
like together at Sweetwater River at six in the morning on the same that's day. That's right. It but was like six a.m. But that's still like a like a stretch. Like, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, know. I feel like the the way in if you're gonna do this and not go to Sheriff Sheriff Dad is <laughs> is I don't know. Hey Archie, why didn't you say Grundy was with you? Yeah, and then. Like, you show your hand a little bit, but not too much. Mm-hmm. Like, you show that you know she was there. Yeah, she kind of starts the conversation off by being like, Archie, as your best friend, oh. is there anything you want to tell me? Oh, I hate that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I hate that. That's like, this is, that's like the modern version of, like, the do you swear by the river Styx before you mm-hmm. hear what the promise is? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In Greek... Myth- yeah. You're... I, I feel bad about saying that. Why? <laughs> Because we just talked about, like, Jughead throwing, like, <laughs> references into conversation and fucking money in class. And I was just like, well, actually, in Greek mythology, the concept of Zeus. The concept <laughs> of Zeus. <laughs> oh, <sighs> man. <laughs> but just, yeah, like, the you don't, yeah. you don't make a promise until you hear what the promise is sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but while they're talking, uh, Veronica uh, is like... She says to Kevin, they're there with Kevin. Oh. She's like, I'm going to go find out what's going on. But, and so she but, walks outside as, like, Archie's admitting to Betty that ooh. he and Grundy have been sleeping together. And Veronica's like, oh, my God. And everyone's like, you should super fucking, first of all, stop it. Mm-hmm. And second of all, tell somebody. Mm-hmm. And Archie's like, but I like her. Mm. But we, but she's a good person. Mm. Um... And then, at that moment, Betty's mother, Alice, drives up in the car, sees them all together, and kind of ushers Betty into the car. Um, And then, in the Pops parking lot, Mm. uh, we see Cheryl in her car with her friends. Everyone is here. Everyone is here. Um, And Cheryl sees Hermione um, talking to a Southside serpent. Uh, the Southside Serpents are a biker gang. Okay, no, hold on. <laughs> what? Yeah, there's a biker gang called the Southside Serpents. And Hermione's talking to one of them. And Cheryl takes a picture of the two of them talking. You're pulling you're pulling out your phone. I need to I need uh, to make sure this isn't something I've missed. No, I haven't I have we we haven't heard of the Southside Serpents. Before. I mean like even in the con- Com, comic, oh, I comics. see. I yeah. mean, do I'm, look it up. I don't even know. <laughs> it's just the Riverdale fandom. Yeah. So, so, they decided now uh-huh. they would just throw in a biker gang? Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, so, uh, Cheryl takes a picture of, of, uh, Veronica's mother and this, uh, <laughs> this biker gang member yeah. talking behind Pops. Um, and then it's the next day. Oh. <laughs> this Grundy shit came out way faster than I thought. It really fell apart fast. Oh, yeah. I, it, yes. <laughs> Jesus. Um. I'm happy, but. Yeah. I mean, me too. Uh, but, you know, let's not forget that Archie still has to have his Betty-Veronica romance thing. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, like, out of the frying pan into the... Into the... 
that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we're at school, and Jughead is passing out flyers for the last show that will be taking place at the drive-in. Oh, oh the last picture show? The last picture show. Ah. And he's um he's talking to Archie. Um <laughs> They're, they're talking about the Grundy situation, mm-hmm. and uh, Jughead calls himself a conscientious objector, and that not saying anything to either you or Betty was the most moral, apathetic choice I could make about Archie's relationship with Miss Grundy. What is he saying? I'm, I'm not I didn't super even clear. M- not... W- like, I, I think he means, like, like not telling... Archie and not telling Betty about Archie and Miss Granny's relationship while at the same time not telling Archie that Betty knows about their relationship. But also, like, that's... <laughs> no, you're sheltering a pedophile. You're yeah. sheltering not knowledge of an illicit affair between a grown woman <laughs> and her student. Mm-hmm. So if that's moral apathy... Mm-hmm. Then that's the coffin in the fucking nail coffin American dream bullshit. You kid. <laughs> you kid. <laughs> oh, this guy. I know. He sucks. Yeah. Everyone sucks except for Fred Andrews, literal angel. Um, Archie is concerned that Betty is going to write about Miss Grundy in the school paper. Mm. Um, and then Jughead is like, nah, she's not going to do anything to hurt you. Come on. Um, we then immediately cut to Betty interviewing Miss Grundy for the paper. (laughs) (laughs) She would never slam. Those are the funniest cuts, aren't they? They are. Um, and that's the screenshot I sent you. Mm -hmm. Um, the Skeet Ulrich screenshot. Um, so, uh, Betty is interviewing Miss Grundy under the guise of doing, like, teacher spotlights for the paper. Okay. Um, she kind of starts asking Grundy, like, about, um, schools Grundy worked at in the past. (laughs) And then, um, we also learned that last year Miss Grundy did an independent study with Jason Blossom. Uh, Um, Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. Did they independently study each other unclear yeah unclear um miss uh miss grundy cuts the interview very short they seriously speak for about 30 seconds (laughs) before betty goes jason he's kind of cute isn't he and then miss grundy's like he's a student and then uh she ends the interview dead (laughs) and also he's dead and also he is a deceased boy who is dead (laughs) um so then we're wow. in the student lounge with Veronica. Uh, um, Cheryl finds Veronica in the lounge and shows her the picture she took of uh, her mother and the Southside Serpent. Um, Veronica uh, then goes home and she asks her mother about it. Uh, Hermione says that it was just uh, someone who had made a lewd comment and she was putting him in his place. And that was that's all it was. Uh-huh. 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 Um, and then we cut to Jughead talking to the mayor what? about the drive-in theater. Are you shitting me? <laughs> no. He makes an appointment with the mayor. I mean, he was presumably busy. walks into her office unannounced, Keska Ledef. <laughs> I forgot about that. And says, hmm, I can talk to this mayor about the teacher at our school who is manipulating and having sex with a student. No. Or 
I can talk to her about the final coffin in the in the American dream, which is movies, <laughs> but not movies, drive-in movies. Uh-huh. Um, and this is what I've decided to do because it was fucking morally apathetic. Mm-hmm. This guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, the mayor's basically like, no. <laughs> <laughs> who, who are you? <laughs> who are you again? <laughs> Uh, and then that's the end of that. Oh, great. Uh, so then we, uh, see Betty sitting down with Veronica and Archie at Pops again. Oh. Betty has done some research on Miss Grundy. Okay. She has done some digging. She's a real low sling type. Yeah. Um, (laughs) and, uh, she says she was unable to find any record of Miss Grundy, um, Anywhere Uh, in any of the schools Miss Grundy mentioned. Um, But she was able to find the obituary uh, in the screenshot that I sent you um, of a a woman of the same name who died seven years prior. Um, Archie's like, stop doing this. Uh, I want to be with her. I want to be with Miss Grundy. She's a good person. And everyone's like, Archie... No, this is an actual crime. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Betty's like, okay, Aww. I'll stop. She sucks! Because <laughs> um, Archie is visibly getting quite upset about it, so she's like, fine, I'm sorry, I'll stop. God, I, God, <laughs> God, every, every choice, every choice <laughs> is a bad one. Uh, yes, precisely. Precisement. Man, I was prepared to have some theories about Grundy. But even right off the top, when it was like that's what you, she's ultra milf, I it never occurred to me that they might actually there might be another one that's actually. I'm impressed. Like you got it right. Like uh, when you were when you were talking about your theories that there was gonna. That's not good though. No, <laughs> you're becoming too in tuned with it's Riverdale. Episode four. It's episode four. So, oh, how does that make you feel? Just that awful. you were, yeah. Just put a beanie on my head and call me a wanker. I'm Jughead now. <laughs> <laughs> put a beanie on my head and call me a wanker. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to start using that. That's great. Put a beanie on my head and call me a wanker. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, uh, Archie, I don't know where they are after this, but I think they might be in Miss Grundy's house. Uh, Oh, Jesus. Yeah, Archie has, like, set up a little projector for him and her to watch a movie because they can't go to the drive-in together. together. Um, Okay. And so, like, clearly, like, what Betty was saying... Um, has struck a nerve with him because he starts kind of asking her. He starts going like, you know, we always talk about me, but like, I don't feel like I know enough about you. <clears throat> like, like, you know, tell me, tell me about yourself. What is, how do they refer to each other? Like, does he call her like Geraldine? Uh, sometimes. Yikes. Yeah, there is a weird moment kind of towards the end of the episode uh, that I will. Chapter 
I'm so fucking sorry. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> um, but I, I, I feel like, I don't know, I didn't write it down anywhere. God, you have so many notes. Yeah, I'm, I don't, don't feel bad about not writing down, like, where people are. Your notes are a thing of terrifying beauty. This is actually much shorter than my last one. I think this set is only, like, five pages. Four, one, two, three, four. Oh, it's only four and a half. Well, four and two thirds. Mm. Um, but you know. <laughs> uh, so um, he kind of starts asking questions about her, and then that that moves on to asking questions about their relationship and like, what are we? And like, <laughs> uh, just illegal. Shit. Next question. <laughs> A crime. <laughs> uh, and she's just like, just just live in the moment, like. Ah! Like if this is if this is just a dream, then this is a good dream and whatever. Um, and then they make out. <sighs> uh, so that's great. <laughs> yeah. Um. Meanwhile. Yeah. Betty and Veronica break into Miss Grundy's car. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh yeah, because yeah, right, because they're like BFFs, and yeah. no man will come between them. And this is this is this is what they are now, I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah. And also, um, that bet, what Betty said earlier about leaving the Grundy thing alone, mm-hmm. that was a clever ruse. Oh, oh, she's got she pulled wool over our eyes, <laughs> no, didn't she? She sure did. So she breaks into Miss Grundy's car. Okay. Um, apparently, she and her dad used to work on cars together, which I sure. feel is a trope. Like, Oh, this is a thing about Betty, I think, sort of more loosely is like, She's not exactly, like, tomboy, but, like, to offset Veronica's, like, ultra-feminineness. Yeah. She's often, she's, like, not afraid to get dirty and mm. use her hands or whatever, and mm-hmm. I think, <laughs> and I think, um, <laughs> I think there is a thing about, like, her, like, working with her, her dad on stuff and, like, oh, being, I don't know if it's specifically, like, auto mechanics, but I, I think that is a thing where it's, like, she's, she's a little less, like, um, I guess hyper-feminine than, than Veronica. Yeah. I do feel like that is a trope in a lot of, like, shows and shit, though. Oh, how do you like, know how to do this? I have older brothers. <laughs> I have older brothers. Um, <laughs> Great. How did you learn how to do this? <laughs> that oh, means uh, nothing. I took, uh, I took a course. Great. <laughs> I, 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 I just mentioned the older brothers thing. I don't know why. <laughs> every once um, in a while, one in every ten <laughs> questions, the answer will always be I have older yeah. brothers. Um, but you're an only child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So why did you say that? I have older brothers. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh shit. Um so uh while they're in Grundy's car, they find a lockbox. Oh my god. And then Betty picks the lock with a bobby pin. Okay, now now that she couldn't have done on a car with her dad. <laughs> no, that she that she does explicitly state that she learned from Nancy Drew. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Polly because Polly was like, oh. I guess a bit of a bad girl. No, From it's Nancy worse than Drew. that. What did they meet? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. Actually, the mm. I, I think it's the same people who made Riverdale. I'm. I was afraid this a, was gonna come. A up. gritty Nancy Drew show. I thought I saw a commercial for this one. I meant to watch it, but I never did. Well. I can't remember if it was actually the people who made. It sure if it looks the same. Else. It's like dark, pretty hot though. teens doing mystery and blood and yeah. fog. And we say teens with air quotes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
So they find a lockbox. They uh, open it, and inside of it, they mm. find a driver's license oh. with uh, the name Jennifer Gibson on it <laughs> and Miss Grundy's picture. Okay. <laughs> and, and also a gun. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jennifer Gibson. Jennifer Gibson. Should have known. Right? I, that's still, I'm still having trouble with that where it's like, no, she's completely someone different. Mm-hmm. I, I, because now it's like, well, if she's pretending to be someone else, mm-hmm. the only reason I can think of that fits with everything we've seen is that literally it's just she's like a serial pedophile. <laughs> and that's upsetting horrifying yes it is it's not great no i'll give you that like why because if she's some sort of secret agent or like a a journalist deep undercover whatever (laughs) she's still like sleeping with these high schoolers yeah that's still a crime (laughs) yeah and also and it's not like they have information for her like that's the only other thing where it's like sleeping with the enemy or whatever but it's like he's 16 but also like why? Because yeah. now the implication is that she was also doing a quote-unquote independent study with Jason. Yeah. Which is like, okay, but then why? Who look? Who has, <laughs> so, and and then further extrapolation is like, she has a type? Yes. That, it's, ooh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, I hate that the main drama of this is like, not that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm a broken record right now, but you also, know. Uh, I, I also want to say that um, when you were giving me your predictions earlier, you mentioned something about Betty digging um, up information on Miss Grundy oh, yeah. uh, to try and correlate her with the murder of Jason Blossom. And it is not that. No. It is, uh, I mean, instead. So there's hope for me. <laughs> yes. You're not so far gone yet. <laughs> um, so uh, I guess they confront Archie outside of his house or something. I don't. I again, I'm not too sure where they are. Mm. Um, about this, uh, they're like, we found this driver's license, and it's it's like Miss Grundy's like faking her identity, and also there was a gun, mm. um, and he's just kind of like like, but we made out, but we made out and I love her, whatever. And, uh, I think, um, oh, right, uh, Betty asks Archie why he didn't ask Miss Grundy about, like, (laughs) the fact that she doesn't show up in any records anywhere. (laughs) The fact that she doesn't exist. And it's like, how do you bring that up? (laughs) (laughs) What's your favorite color? What's, what's your favorite food? Why aren't you in the system (laughs) (laughs) um but uh archie's like archie just like walks away he's like i don't know and then walks away um they're really i mean he just doesn't make any decisions not really no archie sucks (laughs) in a word (laughs) um from what I remember also, like, I don't think this is too much of a spoiler, but a lot of the first season is just Archie hemming and hawing between, like, music and football, and it's like, there's a dead boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. 
and your writers of Riverdale, you are making it very hard to care. <laughs> um, so Archie walks away. Uh, Jughead is still on his drive-in mission, yeah. and he then goes to talk to Fred um, while hey. Fred's at work. Um, and, uh, he's mad because, um, Fred won the job to tear down the drive-in theater because oh, Fred has the construction company. Right. And then he's also mad because, um, Fred has put Jughead and apparently Jughead's father out of work. What? And we learned that Jughead's father used to work for Fred, oh. but Fred had to lay him off after he caught... Jughead's dad stealing uh, um, supplies from a job site. Uh, <laughs> so Fred's like, I I had to lay him off. Like I'm sorry, Whoa. I didn't have a choice. And Jughead's like, right, you were just doing what you had to, and then like sulks away. Yeah, I'll bet he does. <laughs> Man, further evidence of Angel Fred. He sees mm. a wrongdoing mm -hmm. and immediately takes action to correct the wrongdoing. Mm -hmm. I want the Fred show. <laughs> The Fred Show. The Fred Show. The Fred Show. The With Fro. Fred. The Fro! <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I, Fred is pure. Mm. Fred has never done anything wrong in his mm. life. <laughs> I know that, and I love you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of development. Um, so then we see Hermione Lodge. Mm. I keep almost calling her Hermione Granger. Yeah. I'm always like this close to calling she's, her Hermione Granger. She's meeting with the fucking snake bite man. What's his name? Southside Snake. Southside Serpent. Great. <laughs> snake, snake bite man. And she's like, she's the like, snake boys. And Veronica's like, what was that about? And you cut to them and she's going like, we could have been killed. Oh, bus expelled. <laughs> Hermione goes to Mayor McCoy and oh, yeah. drops off, uh, I don't know if you remember this, I think it was back in episode one. Oh, um, eons ago. Hermione Lodge was sent a bag full of money. Right, yes. Like so a literal. Right. Bag full of yeah. literal actual money. So Hermione brings this to the mayor and gives it to her. Oh. And says, um... You know, that this is going to help with the mayor's election campaign. Oh! Re-election campaign. And we find out in that scene that Hermione is the anonymous buyer yeah. of the drive-in. Um, and that there's some sort of deal that the mayor um, helped uh, to pass mm. that allowed um, Hermione to buy the drive-in. And... Um, Mayor McCoy says that no one can know she helped with this deal, especially not the Blossoms. Ooh. And Hermione says that mm. uh, the mayor's secret is safe as long as um, she keeps up her end of the bargain. <laughs> uh, which we don't know what that is. No, we but don't. we are sure to find out. And the mayor is Josie's mother. Yes. And we have not actually met Hiram. No, not yet. No. We okay. just know of him. Yeah. I mean, the fact that, the all I can picture with, like, a bag of money is, like, a burlap sack with a dollar sign on it, so now I can only picture Hiram as, like, <laughs> the Monopoly guy. <laughs> yeah. 
what is what is his name? Rich Uncle Moneybags. I knew it was Moneybags, yeah. but I could not remember. I've heard Penny 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 Bags too, or something like that. Oh, I like Rich Uncle. Money oh no, bags. me too. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, is That's Rich Uncle his first name? Prob a uh, hyphenated. Hyphenated. Yeah, I I assumed so. Um, <laughs> so so so, we then. Uh, see Archie going to confront Miss Grundy about her identity. Mm. Grundy says mm. that the reason why uh, she changed her name mm? is because she was in an abusive marriage. Oh, stop <laughs> right the fuck there. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey. Yeah writers uh-huh. if i may uh-huh you may and even if i can't i will <laughs> it's too late but be real fucking careful mm. and i know they won't be <laughs> so ruin me <laughs> <laughs> um so miss grundy was apparently in an abusive marriage so she left and changed her name mm-hmm. that is what we learn mm-hmm. um and then at the end of the scene uh they hug so, you know. Uh, the Coopers. Was the abusive relationship that she was married to a child? Mm. Because that seems to be the pattern. Mm-hmm. Fuck me! <laughs> Throwing everything at the wall. By the way, I forgot, um, I forgot for a while what, um, what it, a network that, like, hosts this. Yeah. And I kind of love the irony that it's the CW mm-hmm. network and that CW is often an abbreviation for content warning. And it's like, <laughs> they're telling you. They told you right <laughs> up front. Like, content warning, listen, Riverdale. <laughs> li- <laughs> just the, the whole damn thing. <laughs> uh, so then we see uh, the Coopers, um, Alice and Hal, uh, Going next door to talk to Fred, uh, they want, um, well, Alice, namely, mm. wants uh, Archie and Betty to stop hanging out. Um, Fred's like, you're so much. You're just so much. <laughs> and Alice is like, um, Let's go, Hal. We said what we need to say, and it's his choice if he decides to uh, to follow our advice. And it's like, yeah. That's correct. That is how that works. So you can go now. So Fred's day has just been people in the wrong going up to him and being snarky and then leaving abruptly. Yes, and Aww. Fred is tired, and I wish someone would hug him. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, Archie and Betty, meanwhile, are, they're out walking, are, they're talking about his relationship with Grundy, Betty's like, this is bad, like, for you, obviously, but, like, clearly you don't care about that, so, (laughs) um, think about how it's also bad for Miss Grundy, and Archie's Mm. like, I'm gonna handle this situation, but I'm doing it on my terms, not yours. Me and my non-existent personality are going to handle this situation. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then we cut back to Betty's bedroom. Mm, Alice, bedroom? Sorry. Her Betty, her Betty room. Um, <laughs> Alice is putting away laundry, and she's uh, she opens uh, a drawer in Betty's dresser and pulls out... No. 
the gun. Oh! Which Betty apparently took with her, which... Why would you do that, Betty? You're uh, super dumb. That, I thought you were going to say, like, the wig. No. No. No, it's she the gun. Took, she took the gun. So her fingerprints are on it. Yeah. And, also I mean. Also, she took it. If you're, and she took it. I mm-hmm. mean, if you're really worried, which clearly she is, and rightfully yeah. so, just unload it. Take the ammo, if anything. Or. Don't. Do- Talk to your best friend's hey, father, Kevin. who is the sheriff. Kevin, your dad. Mr. Kevin's dad? Hi. Sheriff Kevin's dad? I have gun for you. <laughs> I have gun and pedophile for you. <laughs> and then Kevin pokes his head around the corner and goes, Hi, I'm gay. Bye. And everyone goes, Well done. <laughs> and then then and then everyone clapped. <laughs> meme from it was like the, the whole class clapped. stood up yeah them. everyone clapped i think a few people that was good i, so I you remember those. like tumblr posts where they were just like blatant lies yeah those are good times and everyone clapped. <laughs> and everyone clapped um and i could never tell if like they like people knew it was like a blatant lie or if like they were just like yeah that happened it was always like i, t- I don't know <laughs> uh, but um uh, okay, so Alice finds the gun, which Betty, for some reason, Has. took. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. And then um, she then finds Betty's diary and begins to read it. Ooh! <laughs> Even worse! No. Yeah. That, mm. man, if I had Alice as a mom, I'd have a diary with a lock. I would have not a diary. Yeah. Or actually. I would have a diary and, like... Like, encrypted on my computer. Yeah, or, like... <laughs> At the very least, like, leave it at a trusted friend's house or something. Oh, yeah, that's a good call. Like, Archie lives next door. Like, just... Although, I don't know I want my fucking that's guy fair. next door friend 13 ab man to have a look at it. <laughs> that's really fair. I probably wouldn't either. Um, Still, though. Yeah. So, now it's time for the drive-in movie. Um, Hermione is there with Fred. Uh, oh, yeah, and they're kind of talking about, like, when they used to date in high school. Ooh, yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> the same tone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and um, she then gets a text, and uh, she leaves. Oh. Um, bye, Hermione. Bye, bye bitch. Uh, <laughs> and then Alice shows up banging on the window, and she's like, um, oh, she says, I'm sorry to interrupt your adultery, Fred, but you need to come with me. <laughs> Alice, you harridan! <gasps> Holy shit. <laughs> and Fred of all people. Right. Go to fucking Grundy's house and be a bitch. Oh, she will. <laughs> good. Oh, good. Oh, good. This spot of sunlight. I mean, this. it won't happen the way you want it to, oh. but it will kind of happen i'm so close to falling off the couch (laughs) in your just distress (laughs) so um meanwhile veronica sees her veronica's the drive-in too of course and she sees her mother sneaking away with uh one of the south side serpents again oh yeah um uh, well at the same time kevin is off getting more popcorn for them um, as is Cheryl's demand, because Cheryl just randomly joins them, too. Okay. Um, so, uh, da, 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 uh, while Kevin's getting popcorn, um, 
like he turns around and like there's a there's like a guy just like kind of staring him down and he's like uh not so tough without your beard because veronica's not there oh jesus yeah okay um (laughs) i'm getting very excited for a scene that's about to come up (laughs) so (laughs) um Okay, so Veronica's watching her mother um, sneak off with the Southside Serpent. Uh, we see Hermione giving a bag full of money to the serpent. Wow. Um, but the Southside Serpent is kind of like, this isn't the amount we agreed upon. Ooh. And he's like, Hermione's like, well, like, Hiram's in jail, so you're going to have to deal with me <laughs> while he's in jail. Uh. And the Southside Serpent is like, We'll be in touch. Uh, and um, then he slithers away. Yeah, and then he gets on the ground throughout, and just kind of wiggles. <laughs> throughout the whole conversation, he's just sticking his tongue out. Yeah. <laughs> Snake on a motorcycle! <laughs> How does he hold the handlebars? We'll never know. We'll never know. <laughs> He'll never tell. <laughs> um, so, uh, meanwhile, Archie visits Grundy at oh! school. Um, and he gives her a violin bow. Just the bow, though. <laughs> So, like, or maybe it's a cello bow. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't remember what the fuck she plays. Yeah. Um, she plays him. Archie kind of says that he thinks, well, he doesn't kind of say, he says <laughs> that he thinks that they should end their lessons together and that the bow is a don't forget me gift. Oh. oh. And then they're kind of like, you know, this is our goodbye. We're not going to see each other anymore. It's going to be like a wave to each other in the halls kind of deal. And, yeah. And this is over. And just as they're about to have one final kiss, yeah. um, Alice, Fred, and <gasps> Betty burst in. <laughs> and Alice is fucking pissed. Oh, my um, God. <laughs> the girls are fighting! <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, da, da, da. Uh, Alice uh, wants to tell the sheriff because Good. that is what you do when a crime is committed. This is like the second time where Alice, a terrible like person, has been shown to be making like a really good point, even though she's kind of yeah wild. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Okay, like yes, you should definitely go to the sheriff about this. Mm. Um, but then she also says that it's not just about Miss Grundy; it's about showing Betty who Archie really is, and now Fred is mad. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, no, you got Fred mad. No. You got you got my dad angry. <laughs> Fred is my dad now. <laughs> oh, Fred is dead. Fred is dead. Um, so uh, Betty then interrupts, because they're all fighting, and Archie's like, uh, don't, like, don't hurt Miss Grundy. Like, punish me all you want. Just leave her alone. And then Betty, seeing how distressed Archie no. is about this, she goes... Um, she tells Alice that if Alice keeps pushing this, um, Betty's gonna tell everyone that she broke into, into Miss Grundy's car, and that it'll be like I finally snapped, like Polly. Uh Uh-huh. So. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, Miss Grundy then says that she'll quit. Um, and then Alice adds that Correct. she has to leave town. Correct. And Miss Grundy says that she'll be gone by morning. Correct. <laughs> to jail, but, like, she won't be. No. So, again, it does kind of happen, but not in the way any of us wanted. No. No. <laughs> no. I was hoping for some, I don't know, um, physical harm to befall her, but... 
We also uh, cut at a certain point to... Um, <laughs> uh, uh, I forget when exactly this happens, but Kevin and the guy who confronts him at the popcorn oh, stand. Yeah. And um, they're kind of like... like uh, we get a shot of their feet and slowly pan up, okay. and there's like shuffling noises, and then you see them just making out. Yeah, I have to share something with you. Okay, <laughs> this is unprecedented, and I am a fear. I don't. Okay, I don't remember where I first heard this, but I saw the scene and immediately remembered this article, <laughs> and I'm going to share it with okay. this excerpt with you now. Um. So this is uh, the actor who plays the the um it's a South Side one of the South Side serpents mm-hmm. who Kevin is making out with. Oh, okay. And the the this is the the actor who uh, played him being interviewed. Uh-huh. I believe it's for Seventeen magazine. Uh huh. Um, and he says, so. <laughs> So I get this cool new job called Riverdale. They tell me I get to be this beautiful character named Joaquin who has a love interest with their lead, Casey. And I'm like, this guy's cool. We meet. Then comes the kiss scene. This is going to be fun, Rob explained to Seventeen. We eat so much tuna. (laughs) Before the scene and go hard in for the kiss. We ended up getting it in two takes. I think it looks pretty good, but it was like a bonding moment. Like, hey, I'm Rob, and I can taste your tuna. Uh, that's... That's... The best writing I've heard in regards to this show. <laughs> Rob is my new hero. That's incredible. Tuna? Why? Why, Why tuna? Where did craft was it tuna day for craft services? Like what was the it fuck? was it just tuna? Was it just tuna? Like did they just hand them a can of tuna and say eat? And you <laughs> know you're gonna be kissing, right? What the? Fuck? <laughs> it, I I cannot explain this. Also, I'm sorry, Casey. Yeah, Casey is the guy playing Kevin. Oh fuck! Yeah. Sorry, I. Right. Okay. Yes. Sorry. I I knew I was missing a name somewhere. Yeah, and it's just the actors referring yeah, yeah. to each other by first. Name. Yeah. Yeah. So, tuna. I. <laughs> That's beautiful. Isn't it great? That's beautiful. I was so excited to share this with you. <laughs> That's like a a little bright spot in this mm-hmm. this dark hellscape. I just have so many questions. Yeah. So, um, Kevin comes back from the movie he kind of meets his dad out in the driveway or whatever Mm. and um they walk up to the house to find that it was broken into whoa um all of the stuff about jason blossom's case is in disarray um the sheriff had a full-on like board with like red string (laughs) connecting things i want to talk about (laughs) that that is completely destroyed Uh um so sorry why isn't that his house that's a really good question. <laughs> that is a really good question. There is no question. sheriff's department. No. It's just him. <laughs> it's just uh it's just Sheriff Kevin's dad. <laughs> hey. Yep. So at home, mm. uh Veronica confronts her mother about what she saw at the drive-in 
uh, with uh, Hermione and uh, the the. Oh, she caught her two at it two times. Yeah, that's so smooth, Hermione. No, so Hermione tells Veronica that. Hiram hired the uh, Southside Serpents to um, hang around and lower the property value of the drive-in so that Hiram could buy it for cheap using an offshore LLC. Uh, (laughs) Veronica is like, that's wrong. And Hermione's (laughs) like, well, don't you like being rich? (laughs) So... And Veronica's like, oh, fuck, you're right. Got got her there. (laughs) (laughs) Got her! Um... And then uh, we cut to uh, Fred and Archie's house. Fred tells Archie that um, none of this was his fault and hugs him because Fred is pure. Fuck. Fred is good. Fuck. And Archie needed a hug and Fred was there to provide. Oh. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so bittersweet. I know. Jesus. I know. Um, Then we're at Betty's. Uh Uh-huh. Um, Alice says that, uh, Alice is there to talk to her. She says that Polly had too many secrets, and she doesn't want Betty and her to have any secrets. That's why I read your diary. That's why I read your diary and invaded your privacy. Um, and Betty's like, I'm not Polly, so stop trying to control my life. (laughs) Cut flashback to her threatening to boil someone alive while pouring maple syrup on them and calling herself Polly. Uh Uh-huh. Um, and then Betty, uh, Alice leaves, Betty looks out her window at Archie, um, and, uh, Betty texts him, I'm sorry, and Archie replies with, I, it's okay, I know you were trying to help. Correct. And, um, then we see Miss Grundy, uh, wearing the sunglasses oh. and holding a Slurpee, yeah. and she is ogling a teen boy. Are you shitting me? <laughs> I'm not shitting you. And all of this while Betty writes in her diary about how love makes you do crazy things, and you know, she may- maybe she was wrong about Miss Grundy, and maybe she was right. We'll never know, <laughs> but well, we do know now. Um, then we see. Uh, Betty's narration is over. Um, Also, stop writing in your diary, girl. Your mother reads that. Um, So then we see Jughead. uh, He's leaving the drive-in where he has a cot and has clearly been living. Uh, Oh, (laughs) no. And then he uh, goes outside um, and he graffitis on the side of the, the building where the projector is. Um, Jughead was here with like a drawing of his little like crown. crown. And um, then we see the Southside Serpent who had been talking to Hermione. Um, he kind of asks Jughead like, where are you going to live now? Uh- and Jughead said, says something along the lines of, I'll figure it out dad and we find out that that is Jughead's father (laughs) and that's the end of the episode (laughs) okay Okay, now I feel a little bad about the drive-in thing because it wasn't just that it was a nail in the coffin it's because he actually lived there yeah yeah he's still awful his dad's the de- a biker man gang man? Mm-hmm. So presumably he got fired by Fred because stealing mm-hmm. and joined the gang or was he always there? How, do we know anything about the, the, the snakes? Have no. We... This is our first time meeting them. Okay. Yeah. They... Okay. <laughs> 
right as we got near the end, I remembered you saying this is like we find out something about Jughead, and I was like, oh my god, I haven't found out much about him yet except for that dad thing. There's got to be something else, and then there was this. Yep. <sighs> Love the graffiti, by the way. It's like my real name isn't Jughead; it's Banksy. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, that's something. Yes, it is. Yes. Why does that's very odd? It's quite strange. Yeah. Yeah. So now we we know a little bit more about Jughead and uh, his life. It only raises more questions. It certainly does. Yeah. Will they be answered? Probably in not any way we're gonna like, but yeah. And again, mm-hmm. we learn nothing new about Jason's murder. No. Just that someone broke into the sheriff's office slash his home. <laughs> yes. Which is apparently one place. Yeah. I think I think I think before at some point I was like it feels like the things that are moving too fast should be moving slower and things that should be moving slow move fast mm-hmm. and I feel like this is just sort of hitting that home for me where it's like yeah there is the slow development over three episodes and then in one fell swoop there's like an initial discovery yeah uh, c- confrontation, few confrontations. It was like, and the expulsion. It was like, okay, well, we gotta fucking get rid of Grundy now because mm. we want to start doing uh, the like Archie real love. Gotta stuff. start doing that. Yeah, that's really important. So we gotta just, just, just axe her, just axe her now. Yeah, yeah. So, and I, what is that supposed to mean that she moves on to another town and is just? You'll see. She will come up again. Oh. I think it's. I think it happens much later, and it's only like w- once. Okay. Well, then so, I can deal with that. That's yeah. So sh- it's so shitty. I know. It's so shitty. Yeah. And then, and then to like, and then to just be like, why do you do this? And she looks at the fucking I don't know camera, and <sighs> someone's someone's just like having a having a time mm-hmm. thinking they're brilliant snorting their d- drugs and she's like well abusive relationship right and they're like perfect <laughs> done we nailed it Ugh. yeah so despicable here we are now yeah and again i <laughs> how is any of this supposed to and 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 i'm actually kind of interested for interested is a strong word for, to see what's up with Hiram. Yeah. I don't know. I just want to, I want to find out something about these people that's not like. Or like anything else about this murder that took place. Yeah. Like the the mystery. Yeah. And the, I I would like it's to see baffling. people. Mm-hmm. I would like to see people. Yeah. Yeah. Like people being people. Maybe? Instead of this. Yes. Yeah. This is just a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Very much looking forward to getting to the musical episodes. Yeah. I am probably going to make you watch it. I wish you wouldn't. Because <laughs> I feel like you you have to watch it to really get but it. it's so painful. I know, and I that's I watched, why. like, a three-minute clip of, like, Heather's episode <laughs> compilation, and I had to, like, lie down. <laughs> yeah, and you will have to lie down yeah. a lot after we watch yeah. the musical episode. Yeah. Is there one in season one? I don't think so. Okay. so that's... I think it starts in season two. Great. Yeah. And then they just keep doing them. Great. Yeah. That's a that's great. Because it went over so well. 
apparently. Yeah, for sure. For <sighs> sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, nothing about Chuck. Nothing about like, Chuck. No, no we references were, to previous. And do do recall that we were promised that in the coming weeks, <gasps> Chuck right. being removed from the football team was going to cause problems. We we haven't seen any of them. It's been one week, so you know. But did they just like forget? Throw, <laughs> throw, have like writers' names up on a dartboard, and just, mm. then just like threw a dart, and we're like, okay, you're writing this week. You don't get to talk to the person you wrote last week. Yeah. Oh, it's baffling. Yeah, it's a lot. Well, we've made it through another one. Have we? Uh, <laughs> intact? <laughs> this is wild. I look forward to this, but it also feels like we just did this yesterday, and it has been a week, and that's, like, mm-hmm. even more so in quarantine time. But, like, that's very – this has been happening so, so fast. I know. And the idea that – it will continue is both mm. exciting and unbelievably daunting. Yes. I think I think I'm most excited to get to season two with you. Yeah? Because season two is when shit starts to go a little off the rails. You cannot <laughs> say these things <laughs> after maple syrup boiling boy and, and, and dark Betty. And dark Betty. And Oh, there's some stuff that happens with oh, Dark Betty that I'll I'm bet. very excited for. God. Is, um, I forgot his name, is Archie. <laughs> it's because he matters so little to the plot. Like, on, like even the gunshot that yeah. he heard had nothing to do with Jason's murder. <gasps> Archie is, this was, like, my biggest gripe when I was watching. I mean, aside from all the other things. Yeah. But, like, when I, just, just from, like, a, like, a character narrative, like, this show is supposed to be based on like the titular Archie comics mm. like he plays such an insignificant role like his whole thing in like the first season is like I said just hemming and hawing between like football and music and it's just like he matters so very little mm-hmm. <laughs> and like every scene with him just feels like why are we doing this <laughs> and the and the one time we see him like this episode take agency to be like no I'm going to do it on my terms it's it's after he's been sort of beaten down into it, and it's still in yeah. just the most like it's like hey, well, you're, toast way. You're not doing it on your terms because you're only doing it because Betty, thank you, did all of this research to like prove to you that Miss Grundy is not who she says she is. And so, then like, she to- wanted to back off because, yeah. um, because it was like hurting you, like B- Betty. I did not expect Betty to be the character with the most sort of like going on i guess i don't know if mm-hmm. going on is the right word but like she's doing things i mean didn't um what's what's his name roberto yes roberto uh aguirre sacasa like didn't he say that like betty and veronica are his favorite characters yeah i did so that makes sense that they would be the characters with the most going on and, and veronica will like start to um for lack of a better term although uh it is debatable <laughs> come into her own <laughs> later on in the show so i'm interested in that i'm also interested you mentioned something about like reggie development last week because mm-hmm. something i the, uh, i've noticed with yeah his... the stuff with reggie does happen quite a bit later on okay. that, like, like a I mean, season i think two or three is okay. kind of when he starts being a little bit more important i i think like it, one of the things that's very sort of strange is like he loves the betty veronica 
friendship, I guess, or aspect, I don't even know, but in what I've seen and read of what he's written, it Veronica is never in any way sympathetic. Mm. Like, there's a whole exchange in, in Afterlife with Archie. There's actually, like, a really cute line in there where it's where Betty's like, will uh, you ever make a decision? I and like the way you said it, like, you're really mad about I it. I am. And he's, <laughs> because he says, oh, I'm sure you two will keep me hemming and hawing for 70 years. And it's like, uh, get it? Because it's been 70 it's years been, since published. Yeah, it's 70 years. <laughs> but That's funny. In this, but in this thing, there's, like, he... There's a very emotional scene where he breaks down because he had to, spoiler, uh, beat his father to death with a baseball bat because oh his father God. was a zombie. Yeah. Okay, um, sure. And so he just sort of falls apart and is like crying in Betty's lap or whatever. And she That's has a lot to a, deal with. It's, that is not even cracking the top ten list <laughs> of the weirdest things that happen in that comic. <laughs> I can't I mean, again, Sabrina is in an arranged marriage with Cthulhu. Yes, this is true, yes. Um, and she, like, takes his, yeah, takes his face in her hands and is just sort of like, like, no, but I know you're a good person. And it's like this very, like, cathartic moment or whatever. Veronica's peeking through the door because she went over to Archie's room in her mansion because they're all holed up at the Lodge Mansion because zombies to, like, seduce him. Oh, my God. And then she's, like, crying on the stairs to Smithers, the butler. Why? And she's like, why didn't he go to me? And it's like. What have you shown me that would imply you would be able to in any way deal with this or show any sort of sympathy? Mm -hmm. It's like, if you want this dynamic, which is a kind of a shitty dynamic already, Mm -hmm. why are you weighing it so heavily in Betty's corner and giving nothing to Veronica, who, by the way... Smithers is like, um, you know, like, you're better than he is. You're worth ten of him. And she's like, I know, but it doesn't matter if I love him. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I know. I know, I know I'm better than him in every way. <laughs> but I still love him. But I'm very horny, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she, is, she is a lot better in Riverdale, like, just as a person. Good, I guess. Yeah. <sighs> kind of. I also, I don't know why I didn't know this, but Cheryl was introduced as a third love interest. I thought she and Jason oh. just sort of popped up, um, and they sort of did, but she's supposed to be a third love un- love interest when originally sort of, like, brought in, so now I'm sort of also, like, worried about that. <laughs> as you should be. Beca- mm. Not too worried, okay. though. Uh, like, they've already had some, you know, frog dissection interactions and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I don't think anything ever comes up between. That's her probably and good because Archie. we have established that she thought <laughs> he was her brother. Yeah. Also, Cheryl is like gay. Right. Yeah. That's right. Because it was either <laughs> you can have incest or you can have gay. It's up to you, CW. <laughs> and they went gay, I guess. <laughs> Which maybe a smart move, honestly. <laughs> But in return, the gay character you have already may have no personality, <laughs> said Mephistopheles. And the CW representative said, deal. Yes. And thus Kevin was born. And thus Kevin was born. Yeah. So. So. Great. Great. <laughs> well. Well. What happens next week? I don't know. But you're going to find out. Yeah, I could implied someone was going to die. I thought someone might die this episode, so I'm kind of looking forward to someone dying. I think he was implying that the casualty was the drive-in theater and not an actual human death. 
okay, fuck that. Um, <laughs> I want death. Yeah. Maybe his. <laughs> and I know they won't. And unless... there will be more death. Good. I promise you this. Yikes. Yes. Great. <laughs> yeah, well, um, I, I guess that's it. Yeah, another one Thanks. down the back? Down the... In the back? Why do I keep thinking you're about to say but? <laughs> <laughs> another one in the butt? <laughs> yeah. You know. Like what people say. Like what people say. Well, <laughs> put a beanie on my head and call me awake. <laughs> another one down the butt. <laughs> and another one down the butt. And another one down the butt. <laughs> and on that note. Yes. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>